Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. I I had Jody start this one so I could finish my pint. (laughs) Oh, sure, that's why, you (laughs) bastard. (laughs) Sure, sure, yeah. Shit, shit, fucking shit. I'm opening up my second Guinness cold brew. Going all over the damn place, fucking Nitro Tab. (laughs) Uh, Damn it. Serves you right. (laughs) Yep, it does. Uh, Come here, you bastard. There we go. Now I've got a little... Got something right here I can mop this up with. <laughs> oh, just take a straw and slurp it up. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Morning, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Sam. <laughs> uh, uh, caught me off guard. <laughs> No, I was trying to change the subject. It's a good way to do so. No, <laughs> lately Jody posted an excellent little cartoon about sheep and wolves, and, yeah. and it's a it's a little sort of surprise ending. Yeah. Um, but regardless of not giving it away, uh, it has to do also with the Bugs Bunny cartoon where <laughs> yeah, the coyotes and the the sheep dogs would clock in and out. And <laughs> yep. Uh, shit. Anyway. <clears throat> What is what is this episode on, my good sir? Well, I I know, but I'm gonna let you tell them. Okay, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to an album on the way home, and I won't give the album yet, but you'll see it soon. I'm thinking uh-huh. to myself, self. Jody's mentioned what he thinks may be the first iconic heavy metal album, because you know you go you got summertime blues, um, you know the the single back in the day. Then you get Zeppelin and Deep Purple and Sabbath and. And then you move on into Nawabim and all this stuff. And and Jody's mentioned this particular album, but this album's older. And I think it may be a better candidate for first heavy metal album. And and I text Jody and I'm like, hey, if you had to pick one, what would it be? And he's like, that'd make a good episode. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, not only is he right, but now, now he won't tell me the fucking album. And I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to be able to accurately review the claim. Uh-huh. So uh, I've got an idea. Okay. If you had to pick one, and, and I'll even go first, before we give the album name, uh-huh. what year would your album come from? And I will say mine is 1978. Um, and I'm going to guess yours is 1980. Please let it be 1980. <laughs> it's not 1980. Fuck, fuck. It's not the fucking <laughs> album, then. Son of a bitch. Damn it. I bet I know what you bit. were thinking, though. Uh, which, which one were you thinking? The, the, which one am I thinking that you were thinking? Yes. Uh, February 1980, Iron Maiden's debut album. Oh, no, no. Um, no? I was actually thinking that you were going to choose. So, because I, I know we've talked about possibly, we've it's gone off, because we've talked about doing episodes on what's the difference between metal and rock, and we'll still get yeah. to that, and, and there'll be overlap in this, obviously, episode. Um, but you've mentioned Judas Priest's British Steel. I, I have, but that would not be, um, that would not be my, my pick. Fuck, fuck you, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, then what year would you? Uh, 1977. Fuck, fuckity fuck. <laughs> All but right. you were, but you were half right. Ah, is it still, is it still uh, Judas Priest? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so, so I'm guessing sin after sin? Yes. Ah, 
damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. All right. So, well, okay. So yours is older than mine. So I think you should go first now and say why you think this is the first heavy metal album in 77, as opposed to their, for example, 76 release, Sad Wings of Destiny. Well, um, although, although I, you, you might be able to make the case for Sad Wings of Destiny, I, I just think Sin After Sin was really the first album that they did that has all the earmarks of what you think of as metal. And I, I don't know that, to me, um, Sad Wings of Destiny doesn't quite fit as well. There's still a lot of the blues influence in it that they would kind of strip out on Sin After Sin. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, there are a couple that they didn't do horribly well with their first few albums. Right. Uh, two, two albums, two, two or three. I, I always. Yeah. Forget. Well, and Sin After Sin was actually the third one, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the first couple weren't great. And probably because it was just the same old rehashing. Yeah. Little bluesy stuff. Yeah. Well, and, um, I, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of people are going, well, what about Sabbath's debut? Sabbath was still more of a heavy blues band. I, and, and, and I, I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people are going to argue that, you know, Sabbath's debut should probably be considered the first heavy metal album. I'm not necessarily going to argue against that, but to, to me, Priest was the first band that came along and said, this is what we are. We are heavy metal. We are a heavy metal band. And Sin After Sin to me is the first album that they did where they embraced that role. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, however, fortunately, I still have a comeback to this. Okay. Okay. But, and, I, and I may not disagree with you. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. It's... And, and okay. So, uh, no, so here I'll, I'll give mine and then we can, you know, because you may say like, well, I don't know if they're heavy metal, you know, they, they, they may, yeah. I, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I was going to say, and, and my comeback to this is because your Judas Priest album does not actually have the full band because they used various drummers on, on um, the album. Good point. Good point. So I mean, true. They had Halford, Downing, Tipton, Hill. You know, they 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 had they had their people. You know, mm -hmm. and and your album or or British Steel. You know, they still had their that core. Yeah. But but and this is where it pisses me off because I think I had you beat if you would have said British Steel. <laughs> 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 you bastard. Uh, hell, I could have even made a case for, for what, what was it? What was their next one? Um, uh, uh, stained class. Yeah. Was the so, next one. And, 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 it, you know, stained class is even more heavy than sin after sin. Oh, ha. I just looked. If you would have said stained glass, we would have tied because your album and mine were both released really February 10th, 1978. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's killer i did not realize that but i was looking that up as we're talking um so my remember what came out in 78 my my pick uh-huh and this is going to be controversial because Ooh. i fuck all i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> and and i will i will back this up under the condition that yes your choice is also good <laughs> okay van halen won okay I, for some reason, I always think of that as 79, but yeah, I guess 78 would have been. Yeah, yeah, it was released February 78, Van Halen 279, and yeah, they 
Well, I mean, they put out pretty much an album a year until mm-hmm. you know, towards the end of the Roth era. Yeah. It's certainly heavy. It is. So here we go. Uh, hallmarks of heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a vocalist who, and depending on the genre of heavy metal, but when it started, would be a vocalist who can, uh, their voice is an instrument. Yes. Which also means they can sustain. Yes. So it's not just, so uh, I'm going to give an example of ACDC. Uh-huh. A fucking phenomenal band. Yes. But I don't consider them heavy metal. I consider them hard rock, even if they're the yes. hardest of rock. Yeah. And, and part of that is they don't, I love Angus. He's he's not a virtuoso. He's got a right. style that kicks ass, but he's not a virtuoso. And, and he, none, he, he can be very sloppy at times. Right. Which is, which is cool. Yeah, he's got a great feel. Um, I know you're right. They would, they and they would not consider themselves a metal band, and they never did. No, uh, and but I've heard some people say, it, and I think those people are wrong. And no, they ACDC is too blues based, and 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 nothing wrong with the blues. Love the blues. I was recently listening to some uh, Howlin' Wolf, you know. But ACDC, all all they wanted to do was play Chuck Berry riffs. And nothing wrong with that, because I, I literally just listened to Chuck Berry two days ago. <laughs> um, you know, but they that's who they are. You know, they're not they're not a metal band. No, and none of their vocalists uh, no. well, either. Either of them are are uh, it's not an issue. It's a they're great vocalists. They do a great job. It's exactly what it should be. But they don't have that sustained power that heavy metal vocalists have no no you okay so the 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 last episode we recorded was the one on uh this new one on mead that i don't know when it's going to come out compared to this episode but (laughs) but but i mentioned that um because you were talking about new new types of mead that maybe aren't necessarily you know what (laughs) what what ancient mead makers would have considered mead because of <laughs> some of the stuff they're putting in it and and i made the comparison of, of okay you know it, heavy metal is a style of rock but it's so different that it's not rock and roll anymore it's 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 its own thing and bon scott and brian johnson great vocalists but they're rock vocalists right yeah they're not metal vocalists exactly it, yeah you couldn't have said it better or i could not have said it better than you okay <laughs> oh no they're great vocalists it, yeah that's exactly what they're doing yeah which which is blues based hard rock <laughs> yes yeah and and in, in all honesty i it, i, I, I want to get into this more in another episode where we talk about maybe the differences between you know like hair metal and other types of metal that's one of the things that separates hard rock from metal in the first place is the blues influence the hard hard rock is going to have more of a blues influence. It's going to have a bluesier sound than metal. Right. I actually consider metal to be more classical, classically. Yes. Influenced. Yeah. Which is where Deep Purple influence comes into it with Richie Blackmore, you know, doing a lot of the classical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Between their guitar and, uh, and John Lorgan. John yeah. Lord- John- yeah. Yeah. they're a concerto for group and orchestra i mean (laughs) yeah but they they hop that line because they also have that bluesy (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah it's uh but yeah so so uh to get back to van halen david Uh lee roth can hold i mean so i won't go into some of the background because i have episodes on van halen 
right. with you know just Van Halen and overlapping with Kiss and overlapping with uh, finger tapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Lee Roth did have to take vocal lessons. Yeah, we'll get into it. But he can hold a note. Yeah, he can sustain, and he's he uses his vocals as an instrument. Mm-hmm. But well, like Robert Plant, but Led Zeppelin's not a heavy metal band. <laughs> no, no, I mean they're they're one of those bands that they're. Yeah was some metal there but that's not what they were yeah they jumped the line like deep purple yeah but yeah eddie van halen virtuoso he was like the phenomenal this is the dude that all guitarists want to emulate i mean Mm -hmm. nothing against judas priest you know the the duo yeah yeah kk yeah just one of them would have made a fantastic artist but yeah. there were two of them and then you can point at van halen and say look but it only took eddie to do True. this yeah and then eddie the van halen first album actually has a what minute and a half under two minute solo oh yeah yeah eruption. eruption yeah and well you can you can definitely say van halen had an influence on the genre uh yes uh, both yeah. heavy metal and hair metal <laughs> yeah yeah i see i i don't know i i would tend to put van halen more in that category with purple and zeppelin of be, because they weren't strictly metal but i i do think there's enough in their catalog to make the argument and, and their first album definitely see and that's where right if you take out ice cream man yeah if you take the- out ice cream man then you almost have a, a perfect metal album. They're their first and, album. In other albums, we've talked about different albums have different, you know, my favorite album that go back to listen to that episode has every yeah. genre, but their first album, you take out Ice Cream Man and it is metal. It's yeah. fast yeah. beat, soaring solos and soaring vocals and and, mm-hmm. and the, the topics, fucking atomic punk. Yeah. I mean, that is not just a, hey, let's party and get fucked and get high and get laid thing no that no. is uh it talks about society and how fucked yes. society is and and that is another distinction between hard rock and heavy metal hard rock lyrics tend to be more about partying and getting laid heavy metal lyrics tend to be more about society and politics and stuff that some people don't want to hear about because well, well i don't want I, I really hate it when you guys start talking about politics have you listened to metallica <laughs> exactly you take out hair metal but thrash every motherfucking the big four thrash bands that is yeah. fucking politics whether i mean it may not be in your face I, this party sucks but it's like you guys get your act together before we die in a nuclear holocaust i mean what do you think war pigs is about <laughs> right <laughs> that is that is, it's it's a protest song I mean that that there is no difference between Black Sabbath War Pigs and Edwin Starr's War. I, I mean, it, it's well, I'm, okay, yeah, there are differences, but, but the but underlying it's, it's, message, it's the underlying <laughs> message. It's a protest song. It's what it is, it, <laughs> and that's a political statement. David Lee Roth is the main lyricist. I'm, I'm assuming the only, but not necessarily. Um, lyric, for the lyricist. most part, yeah, he'd do his lyrics a lot of times, and we'll talk about it yeah. in the future. But yeah, he'd be pinning his lyrics as they're doing it, and a lot of it was stream of consciousness shit. And yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> I. But he talked about stuff that was going on in society. It wasn't all about partying, and and I would almost say most of it is not about partying, as as you would think with Van Halen. Yeah, well. I would say, like, without going into looking at each song, I would say 
50-50 leaning towards not partying, mm-hmm. like at least in the Roth era. But yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Good, good point. <laughs> good point. Yeah. I mean, they had their thing, and that's the difference. I, you know, Van Halen's a California USA band. So, of course, it's going to be a little sunnier. The feel is different. Oh, yeah. Priest, well, they're, they're from the Midlands, right? They're from Birmingham, just like yeah. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. So they were in that depressed motherfucking area. So their shit's a little more dark. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said, Priest was, they were a band, even, I mean, I mean as, as heavy as Sabbath has been throughout the years, going back to the debut, there's still a lot of blues and uh, early rock and roll influence, uh, especially on the first two or three albums. So that, and that's why I, even though I did Sabbath create heavy metal, well, I, 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 you know, they, they certainly did a lot to create it. I don't know that they were the only band. I, I would say not. Uh, again, like I said, Priest was the, the first band to actually come along and say, this is who we are. We are a heavy metal band and this is what we sound like. And, and I'll give you that. Van Halen never did that. They just, I, they grew up doing rock and roll parties in the backyards of Pasadena. Yeah. So yeah. they, they didn't really even pigeonhole themselves in anything. They just wanted to, right. just wanted to be signed and put their music out there. And, but I, I mean, if you, if, and, and you know, if you listen to the first two, especially the, the first Judas Priest album, Rock Rolla, it's very blues influenced. I mean, it was there, you know, and, and uh, Rob Halford even talked about that in um, his, his first, I want to say solo album. So uh, Halford left Priest in what, 92, 93, something like that. Somewhere in our college years, yeah. Yeah, and he, he formed a, another band called Fight that was doing uh, groove metal, kind of like what Pantera was doing. That lasted a few years, and then he did, a, he did kind of an industrial thing uh, with uh, uh, what was it, John Five that was with Marilyn Manson. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was called Two, and I've, I've got it, and I haven't listened to it. I started listening to it, and I was like, Okay, I gotta. I can't listen to this right now because I'm driving and I really need something that's heavier. <laughs> um, but then after that, he he before he rejoined Judas Priest, he started a new band just called Halford, and he's he's got a song in there called uh, uh, the track listing. I just because I got it pulled up. Uh, Made in Hell. Made in Hell is him sort of talking about his history, his, his, yeah, his, his life experience. And, um, he, he talks about, uh, you know, joining Judas Priest and, and, uh, you know, the, the stuff that went into making heavy metal and Judas Priest. And he says, you know, he was born from jazz and electricity and good old Southern blues, <laughs> uh, you know, but it became this other thing. Well, so, yeah, there's a similarity with Van Halen because Lee Roth was into, vaudeville and all sorts of weird ass crap but the van halen brothers were into you know the, the standard rock and roll thing yeah and and they kind of merged that and it's mm-hmm. uh, there's a there's a um I, I'll, I'll i'll have this guy's name because i know you want to do a robert johnson thing and i'll i'll have the guy's name that said this i don't have it with me right now um i, I can't remember i can picture the guy because i've actually seen him on a pbs thing about the blues <laughs> um but he uh, he was talking about Robert Johnson, and he used this example of, you know, there were there were all these guys like Charlie Patton and Sunhouse, and, and some of those guys that came along before Robert Johnson. And he but he described Robert Johnson as the uh, 
the constriction in the hourglass. You had all these other influences and they come through Robert Johnson and then it goes out to people like Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf and B.B. King. And that's kind of how I pictured Judas Priest with, with metal. Because Priest took what Sabbath was doing, they took what Zeppelin was doing, they took what Purple was doing, but they also took what people like Joan Baez and, and uh, other people, Fleetwood Mac, were doing. And Priest kind of, to me, it, it, you know, maybe somebody else could make the argument that it's Sabbath, but to me it's Priest, and they become that constriction in the hourglass. You know, it's funny. I've got my notes typed up for some Van Halen things, and uh-huh. I not usually I didn't have the hourglass thing, but I do have notes about how disco and punk and things were on the rise, yeah. and heavy metal and rock were on the decline, at least in the states, until yeah. Van Halen came along and re and gave it a kick it in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and maybe you could make the argument that for. For the British scene, it was Judas Priest, and for the American scene, it was Van Halen. You know, I, I was thinking of saying that exact thing and, and saying Judas Priest came first and helped nwab him. Van Halen was just behind them and helped yeah. helped it in the, the States. And, you know, if, if you say first, I'll give you some credit on Priest. And if you say who's been a little bit more of a major influence, Van Halen. I, I don't know. Maybe Van Halen because they've sold more, but Priest would have helped nwab him. Van Halen would have helped to stay, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, because priest didn't really become a thing in the States until Van Halen was already established. Oh yeah. 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 And then, you know, and it's funny, you thought I was going to say British steel because British steel was actually more of a commercial album than albums that priest had put out the last couple of years before that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See similarities. The, the people at Warner brothers weren't sure Van Halen was going to, do very well because they did not see a lot of commercial <laughs> aspects to it because they thought everything was going down and then all of a sudden they're outselling everybody and they're like holy fuck all these music festivals want van halen <laughs> see <laughs> which which means we're both right you beat me in timeline but we're both picking pretty good people because they both had oh yeah both had influence and and more importantly even if you beat me by a year on the album uh-huh. we're both better than record label people <laughs> yes i still say dave is one of the greatest front men of all time <laughs> yes whether, whether you like his singing style and attitude i've got a couple colleagues when because i've got one colleague because he knows i love van hamley it's like hey james is the david lee roth of statisticians because he knows it gives me a kick and, and <laughs> we've got some other colleagues they're like david lee roth i'm like fuck yeah david lee roth <laughs> so I know we're starting to go long and we're going to overlap. So I, I will say to, to let us do this more in another episode that I will yeah. give you the win, <laughs> but I will only say you got the win because we did a best of seven falls and you got four to three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you the win begrudgingly, <laughs> but, also, but also with a handshake and a, Yes, my good gentleman, I will give well, you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I know we could make this one go a lot longer, but we've got more episodes on this whole type of motherfucking thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah we'll we'll get into all sorts of, and I've got stories of David Lee Roth and Van Halen and Yes festivals to come up. 
Yeah, I, I just I all, all I will say about that is just just look it up on YouTube because it's there. There were some really good performances. There, there were some performances I was actually surprised were not that good. And I, I'll, I, I've said before it was Quiet Riot, but I, and I don't know why because I would have thought it would have been better. But you think? But most mostly for the most part, awesome all around that night. Yeah, yeah, that night. <laughs> that Van Halen, it, it, regardless of how many times Dave fucked lyrics up, the Van Halen performance was just. I, I, you watch that, you'll understand why I keep saying Dave is probably one of the best frontmen ever in the business, <laughs> and and the rest of the band kicked ass too. I mean, it just they, yeah, they, there were really good performances that day. Van Halen was the best. I, I will take I will take that as one of my three falls, <laughs> even if it's years later. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Because I, I know we could talk about, well, which were the better guitarist? Which was the better singer? But you know what? Judas Priest still beat them by, what, a year, half a year? Something like that, yeah. I don't remember exactly when that album came out. But I know it was 77. It was definitely 77, and it was, I you know what? I, have I, got, it, I got it right. I got it right here. Um, <laughs> April. April 77. Uh, nine months. Oh, um, and produced by Roger Glover, formerly of Deep Purple. <laughs> Currently in Deep Purple, but at the time, formerly of Deep Purple. <laughs> but that does not hurt. No. I mean, not that Ted Templeman hurt Van Halen either. Oh, no. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. We could, th- yeah. I'm going to go because we, that's another whole episode. <laughs> Shit, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right. So, yes. If you're good, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so go listen to both. <laughs> yeah. And then share us with your friends. Yes. Give us good ratings. Yes. And join us next week as we talk about some other shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe literally. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> we love corp- corpulent humor. <laughs> All right. I'm James. <laughs> I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. All right, so I, I actually think I know what your first thing is going to be. Okay. I'm really hoping I do because that's what I'm basing my comeback on. <laughs> <laughs> Not the least of which is I know you're an STD-ridden pollocky motherfucker. <laughs> you might want to cut that out. <laughs> Hey, well, we'll see. What the hell is that called? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. You yeah. know, I think Van Halen won. If, you know, you throw ice cream. I don't give a shit. So uh, I, I can't remember the <laughs> band name. Band, but uh, there's a, a, a true Norwegian black metal band. One of the black metal bands. Yeah. I've done live uh, like a polka fucking drinking polka motherfucking song. So, you know, fuck. Uh, yeah, they did Ice Cream Man on their first album. Right. So, fucking people who burn down churches do a polka song. You're going to tell them they're not metal? <laughs> right. <laughs> but otherwise, he was running around with a microphone. <laughs> like Dave. Well, not quite like not, Dave. No, not like Dave. <laughs> I think we should go because I think we're going to do a little more recording tonight, and I've got to hit the head. <laughs> okay. All right. And unless there's something pertinent. I mean, I can hold it. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs>